Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to say good morning to all covenant partners of KSL Ministry. I want to say good morning to all of our SoundCloud listeners. Praise the Lord. We're going to give you a few minutes on this first Sunday in July. July the 3rd. Three is the number of divinity, God's divinity, his divineness. Amen. I want to give you a few minutes to get your Bibles, pens, and pads as we get ready to share the word of the Lord that he's given us. Amen. And we want to say to all servicemen, women, all of you who are serving in our Army, Navy, praise God, hallelujah, Marines, thank you. Thank you to our veterans for your service in keeping our land safe. Amen. And God bless you on this 4th of July. At this time, let us get our Bibles. I'm going to turn it on. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, this morning, being the third Sunday of July, I'm going to stay in line with the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to bore you. But I do want to share with you what God has given me. Amen? Amen. And if you're keeping a journal this morning, we're going to pick up with God's mystery. Yes, amen. We're going to pick up with God's mystery and we're going to go over into some, some historical references in the Bible. Amen? amen. So if you have your iPhone, your iPad, if you have your Bible, if you have your journals, would you please let's get into the word of God. Amen. Amen. We're going to go to Revelation chapter 10. And we're going to read from there as our foundational scripture. And we're going to be reading Revelation 10, 1 through 7. And it reads, and I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was upon his head. And his face was as it were the sun, and his feet as pillows of fire. And he had in his hand a little book open, and he set his right foot upon the sea, and his left foot on the earth, and cried with a loud voice as when a lion roareth. And when he had cried, seven thunders uttered their voices. And when the seven thunders had uttered their voices, I was about to write, and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered, and write them not. And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever and ever, who created heaven, and the things that therein are, and the earth, and the things that therein are, and the sea, and the things which are therein, that there should be time no longer. Somebody say, no more delays. No more delays. When this angel sounds. It says, but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he should begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished as he had declared to his servants, the prophets. Amen. Amen. Go to Revelation 13. Okay. And I'm going to start reading at verse 11. 
And it reads, and I behold another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. And he exercised all the power of the first beast before him, and caused the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. Thank you. And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast. That's, that's sin. That's an idol. Which had the wound by a sword and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. So basically in those days, there are going to be false and deceitful miracles and signs. There, 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 there's coming a time when demonic forces will yield forth such power that they're going to even be able to make stone images talk. Amen? And he calls it all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell save he that hath the mark or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. And his number is six hundred, three score, and six. And the number is six, six, six. So we have talked about the mystery of God, and we understand that the mystery of God is Christ. The mystery of God is that God included himself in the salvation process. It was God in Christ reconciling man back to himself. Amen? And this is a mystery that a lot of religions will not understand nor receive. They don't want to understand it. This is a mystery that a lot of people don't understand. How is it that God, a holy God, came down to, through 42 generations to save mankind from his sin? Oh, but it's not a mystery to the body of Christ. So he, the angel says, the seven angels said, there, there's not going to be any time any longer. Time no longer means there will be delayed no longer. The, uh, humanity has been living in the time of God's delays for centuries. What does that mean? I'll put it in terms that we can understand. He keeps slowing the train. But eventually he's going to stop slowing the train and he's going to allow the lawlessness and the sin to run rampant. What did God declare to the prophets? Go back to Revelation 10 and 7. The Bible says that the mystery of God should be finished as he had declared to his servants, the prophets. Well, here's the mystery. What did he declare to the prophets that's going to be finished? There will be no more delay. Number one, it is the setting up of the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven in a form that can be seen literally upon the earth. Right now, it is hid in the hearts of all Christian believers. It is hid. When we got saved, the kingdom came. When we accepted the blood of Jesus Christ, the kingdom came. 
What is the kingdom? And the Bible says, for the kingdom of God is not meat or drink, but it is righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. Somebody say, I have the kingdom, but it's hid in my heart. But the day is on the way when the literal kingdom of Jesus Christ will be set up on this earth. What else did he declare to the prophets in the Old and New Testament? The reign of the saints. That he was going to give this earth to the saints of God. See, you're fighting for more than just a sandwich and a roof over your head. There are future events that must take place that have not even happened. We talked about the fact that Passover has already been fulfilled. Unleavened bread has already been fulfilled. First fruits has already been fulfilled. We talked about that. Jesus came and fulfilled those. But Rosh Hashanah has not been fulfilled. Well, what is Rosh Hashanah? It is when they blow the ram's horn. It is the trumpet that the apostle talks about that in the moment of a twinkling of an eye, we're going to be changed. Hear me when I tell you, because I've been praying, and I've been praying, and I've been praying. Lord, you've never really, now I've, I've, been, I've been caught up out of my body, so I know it's, it can happen. I know what the rapture feels like, but I'm, I wasn't sure, Lord, are you going to have a rapture? What, what is this? But here's what I am sure of, the Holy Ghost told me. He says, be assured there is going to be a change. Watch this. The Bible says that in a moment of a twinkling of an eye, we're going to all be changed. And the dead in Christ shall rise first, and then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet him. But guess what? In the catching up is the change. It's where we take off mortality and put on immortality. It's where we take off this flesh, this corruption, and put on incorruption. That's what's going to happen at the change. So right now, we're so close to it. But then I, I go back to dreams that God has given me. And I know you say, oh, nobody, we don't want to go by that. Well, okay, I'm not asking you to. I'm just saying I know dreams that God showed me, and they were future, future. They have happened. I can remember my son being 12 years old, and God showed me him a grown man. And the way he looked as a grown man, when the time came, he looked just like that. Amen. There were no beards back then. I didn't see this all the time, all this hair on the face. Well, when God showed me him as a grown man, he had hair on his, and I'm looking like, wow, Lord, things are going to change. But when the time came, there it was. So basically, I want to say this. In dreams that I have had, my age, I know of a certainty, you know, unless God changes his mind, because only God can come back and change his mind. Amen. I might not see the rapture and be the one of the ones, them which are alive and remain. But the Bible says, in the dead in Christ shall rise first. Are you listening to me? Amen. The net result is, God is coming back. God is coming back. I hope you brought pen today, pencil, because we're going to go over just a few little things. I'm not going to bore you. I'm going to let you get back to your grill. <laughs> just know hell is hotter than the grill. So he promised the reign of the saints. 
He promised that to the Old and New Testament saints. And then he promised the dominion of the Redeemer, Jesus Christ, on the earth would be accomplished. All right. Revelation says the Lord had revealed this to his prophets in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Well, let's look at some of it. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 2. Bless you, Father. Bless you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right, Isaiah chapter 2. I want you to know sin is your enemy. I said sin is your enemy. All unrighteousness is sin. Jesus didn't come and shed his blood and suffer all that he suffered for us to stay in sin. He did not come for us to have one foot in the church and one foot in the world. I know you don't hear this no more, but I'm just here to let you know. I do not intend to miss the first trumpet. Whether I'm walking around or whether I'm sleeping Christ, I'm not going to miss the first trumpet. I will not be down here for the third six. Because the third six, when the third six kicks into place, the church will be gone. They won't be able to call the saints of God and say, hey, lift me up in prayer. Hey, did God give you a dream? Hey, what is the Lord saying? They're going to have to hide with the Bible. And if they caught, they're going to have to give up their life. No, I'm going to get it now while we're under grace and mercy. Sin is not worth it. Sin is not worth my life. Sin is not worth me missing the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Sin is not worth me suffering for all eternity in hell. I'm not going. I say I'm not going. So what did you declare to the Old Testament prophets, Lord? Isaiah chapter 2, verse 1. The word that Isaiah, the son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. And it shall come to pass in the last days. Pay close attention to that word. Pay close attention to that word. The Bible says that in the last days, what do you say, Lord? That the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow into it. Somebody say, in the last days, days. God's house will be and is exalted. Can, can we talk a minute? Can we talk? Just for a minute. Just for a minute. The last days, the days of the Messiah and gospel times are called the last days. Now, you, I need you to take notes. There's a reason why we're going back over this. Go to 1 Peter. So don't take a little nap. Tell me, oh, I heard that. Okay. I feel sorry for you. Go to 1 Peter. Because the Bible says in Isaiah, in the last days, God's house, God's house, God's kingdom, God's kingdom is going to be exalted. Don't fool yourself. The devil's kingdom is going down. The devil's kingdom is going down. And everybody attached to it is going down. I don't care who you are. I don't care what position you hold. I don't care what your name is. I don't care what your family line is. If you are attached to the devil's kingdom, you're going down with it. She come, no, 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 I say. 
First Peter. Amen. Hallelujah. Chapter 1, verse 18. Amen. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation, from your vain lifestyle, received by tradition from your fathers. Our fathers couldn't save us. We love them, but they couldn't save us. But with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifested in these last times for you. So when was Christ manifested? In the last days. Take note of it. Take note of it. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus Christ, watch this. Jesus Christ was manifested 2,022 years ago. Let that sink in. That means we have been in the last days for over 2,022 years. That's how long we've been in the last days. So... That's a long time. Amen. That's a long time for God to offer himself to people and they keep rejecting him and rejecting him. And that's a long time for Jesus Christ to have suffered, bled, and died for our success and our victory and our overcoming for us to still be living in sin. That's a long time. Somebody say that with me. So we've been in the last days. For 2,022 years. We are in the second six of Revelation 666. Somebody say that with me. So we're in the second six. Pay close attention. The first six began in the Old Testament. After sin came into the world through the disobedience of Eve and Adam. Can we go there? Go to Genesis chapter 6. I'm not going to stay here and bore you. I just want to share. All right. So we're in the second six, but let's see about that first six. How did it end up? <laughs> now, before we get into this, I need you to understand something. These are revelations that God gave me back in the 80s. These are revelations that no man taught me. The Holy Spirit taught me. He talked to me. He, he illuminated my mind and my eyes, and he spoke to me, and I believed him, and I wrote it down. Amen? 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 Amen. And the Bible says, Genesis chapter 6, verses 3 through 13, and it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and they took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man for that he is also flesh. For that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God 
came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them. The same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of their heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for he repented me that I have made them. This is the first six. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generation. And Noah walked with God. Are there any saints in here that are truly walking with the word of God? Or are you straddle the fence? You got one foot in the word and one foot in the world. Are you ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ? Are you ashamed of your salvation? And Noah begot three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Is that in your Bible? Amen. That's the first six. That's, that, that's the first six. It was so bad. God even cried. It was so bad. Mankind was doing anything and everything that were big enough to do in the eyes of God. Because he says, I sit high, but I look low. And the Bible says the eyes of the Lord were in every place, beholding the good and the evil. And they were doing everything they were big enough and bad enough to do in the eyes of God. And God said, I've had enough. I've had enough, Noah. Go to chapter 7. And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark. You know where the ark is today? Salvation, the word of God, your ministry. Oh. But back then, only eight people went in. Eight people. Everybody else died. They lost their life because they were having a good time. They was in the get back. And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark, for thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. Lord, please look upon me and see me righteous in this generation. Of every clean beast. Now, wait a minute. Not my own righteousness because I don't have any. My righteousness, O oh Lord, your word says, is as filthy rags. But see the righteousness of Jesus Christ upon my life. Because I have accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. Amen. See his righteousness on my life. He says, of every clean beast that should take to thee by seven. Seven is what? The number of completion. The male and his female, and of beasts that are not clean by two, the male and his female. The male and his female. The, wait a minute. The male and, so every male got a female. Shine for me, Anna, shine for me. Wait a minute. 
the male and his female. Yes, Kitty. Order, 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 order. God said that will be order. Male and his female, of fowl also of the air by seven, the male and, and the female, to keep seed alive, to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth. For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth, forty days and forty nights, and every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. And Noah did according unto all that the Lord commanded him. Now, Pay close attention, because he told him from seven days from now, it's going to rain. Number six is your key. And Noah was 600 years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. How old? 600. How old? 600. And what chapter is this in? But when was all the sin? What chapter was all the sin in? We going somewhere. Just give me a minute. I got to, I'm gonna try to go as fast. Genesis chapter six. This is the first six. Noah was six in the in the in the time of his life six hundred. I'm gonna show you something about that. Hold on, hold on. I'm just sharing what God shared with me. Thank you, Father. And Noah was six hundred years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. Is that what it says? Amen. Okay. Seven days he told him it was going to rain. So Noah was 600 years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. Now look at verses 7 through 12. And Noah went in and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood, of clean beasts and of beasts that are not clean and of fowls and of everything that creepeth upon the earth, there went in two and two unto Noah, unto the ark, the male and the female, as God had commanded Noah. And it came to pass seven days that the water of the flood were upon the earth. Now, you got to catch this. Notice this in verse 11. It says in the 600 what? Year. Don't leave that out. Don't leave that out. In the 600 year, in the second month, the 17th day of the month, the same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up and the windows of heaven were open. So basically, God had to open my understanding. He says in the 600 year of Noah's, in the 600 of Noah's life, but he said in the 600 year. Mm -hmm. So guess what year they were in? The 600 year. Hold on. Hold on. They were in the 600 year, 600 year. Now, glory to God, glory to God. It says in the 600 year of Noah's life, in the second month, the 17th day of the month. What we're looking at here, it would have been May 17th, 600 year of Noah's life. May 17th. 600 year of Noah's life. You said, where did you get that from? Well, I got it from the Lord. You said, how did he give that to you? Because when God began to explain to me about the Passover and how Abib, which is equal to April, is the Jewish calendar, religious calendar, first 
day of the year, first month of the year. So if they say this is the second month, the first month would have been April. The second month would have been May. I'm just sharing what he shared with me. And just for your, your understanding, I did go back and check. I have a very old, old, old Bible. I can't travel with it because it's so old. And in that Bible, it lines up the 600 year on the 17th day on the second month with the second month being May. But notice, I want you to see the sixes in here. Somebody said, this is the first one now. This is the first one. All right? So this is where we're getting this from. So we're looking at, again, May 17th, the 600 year of Noah's life. Okay? Verse 13. In the, self, in the self same day entered Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth, the sons of Noah and Noah's wife and the three wives of his son with them into the ark. They and every beast after his kind and all the cattle after their kind and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth after his kind and every fowl after his kind, every bird of every sort. And they went in unto Noah into the ark, two and two of all flesh wherein is the breath of life. And they that went in, went in male and female of all flesh, as God had commanded him. And the Lord shut him in. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What? Who, did Noah shut the door? That's why when the five foolish virgins went to the five wise virgins, they said, no, you got to go to the store and buy your own. I only have enough for me. Amen. Somebody said, God, God will... We'll close his people in until, until all this indignation is overpassed. Meaning God's people are going to go through it. Yes. And there's going to be light in their lives. Amen. There's going to be blessings in their lives. Amen. Hello! They're going to be shielded from whatever comes upon the earth. Yes. I might get sick, yes. but I won't get sick like the sinner. The gas prices might be high, but it won't affect me like the sinner Amen. or the backslider who won't come back. Amen. How many of you have stopped driving? <laughs> None of you. Amen. And you shouldn't. And you shouldn't. What do you say, Lord? Bless your holy name. Go to the 17th verse. And the flood was 40 days upon the earth, and the waters increased and bare up the ark, and it was lifted up above the earth. That's how high that water got. And the waters prevailed and were increased greatly upon the earth, and the ark went upon the face of the waters. And the water prevailed exceedingly upon the earth, and all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered in water. High hills, 15 cubits upward did the water prevail and the mountains were covered. You ever seen a mountain? Yeah. That's a lot of water. You need an ark. And all flesh died that moved upon the earth, both of fowl and of cattle and of beasts and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth and every man. And all whose nostrils was the breath of life of all that was in the dry in the land in the dry land died. Now that breath of life is talking about the breath of God. 
They had the breath of God in their nostrils, but they wanted sin more than the God of life. They were willing to let go of that breath of life for death and be eternally separated from God. You got folk like that today. They, as, as Elder Wanda was telling me, they love their sin. That's why they're going to travel. They're going to fly. They're going to run to get abortions. You shut it down over here, they going over there. All right, then. And every living substance was destroyed, which was, on the, which was upon the face of the ground, both man and cattle and the creeping things and the fowls of heaven, and they were destroyed from the earth. And Noah only remained alive, and they that were with him in the ark. Are you in the ark? Are you in the word? Are you saved? Do you attend your ministry? Do you listen to the word going forth? KSL is a refuge. You can play in here if you want to. You can waste time if you want to. That's going to be up to you because I'm not going to be held accountable for that. I'm going to be held accountable for the nights I stayed up and got the word of God even though I was suffering. God going to look at me and say, did you tell him what I told you? Did you do what I asked you to do? Did you say it the way I told you to say it, Anna? Gonna do it. I say I'm gonna do it. Now notice what the Bible says in the 24th verse of Genesis 7. It says, and the waters prevailed upon the earth 150 days. That equals five months. So the waters was up on the earth how long? Five days. And God remembered Noah and every living thing and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And God made a wind to pass over the earth, and the waters assaged. The fountains also of the deep and the windows of heaven were stopped, and the rain from heaven was restrained. And the waters returned from off the earth continually. And after, at, at, after the end of the 150 days, the waters were abated. For after five months, it says then it began to ease, but the water was still on the earth. It just stopped flowing, but it was there. Amen? Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 4. And the ark rested in the seventh month on the 17th day of the month upon the mountains of Ararat. And the ark rested in the 17th day of the month upon the mountain of Ararat, the seventh month on the 17th day of the month. That's October 17th in the year 600. That's October 17th in the year 600. Eight and five. And the waters decreased continually until the 10th month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that would put us in, let's see, October 7, December 7, October 7. So the waters decreased continually until December, December 1st, year 600, where the tops of the mountains beginning to be seen. 
And it came to pass at the end of 40 days that Noah opened the window of the ark, which he had made. And he sent forth a raven, which went forth to and fro until the waters were dried up from off the earth. Then he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters were abated from off the face of the ground. But the dove found no rest for the soles of her feet, and she returned unto him, unto the ark, for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her in unto him into the ark. And he stayed yet another seven days, and again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. But she came back in the evening, and lo in her mouth was an olive leaf. Pluck it off. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. <laughs> Hold on. Listen at this. So at the end of 40 days, Noah opened the window. Verse 6, seven days from the sending of the raven. Verse 7, then it was seven more days until the dove was sent a second time. Verse 8, seven more days until the final sending of the dove. Verse 9, so it was 314 days from the beginning of the flood until Noah removed the covering from the ark. Did y'all hear that? 314 days. 314 days. Then you get down to verse 10 of Genesis chapter 8. It was 371 days from the beginning of the flood until the earth was dried. Now just think about it for a moment. 365 days is a Thank you. This was 371. So Noah stayed in the ark for one year and close to 117 days. Mm. Noah was in the ark one year, 17 days. One year, 17 days. One year, 17 days. He stayed on the ark one year. The water stayed on the earth for one year. God wasn't playing. He was going to make sure everything. So when he starts, he's going to make a clean, he's going to make a clean site. Oh, don't give me that. Don't give me that look. Oh, God is a mean God. Really? Salvation been here for 2,022 years. And you don't still want to get saved, but yet when God gets ready to judge, then you want to say he mean? Where you been for 2,022 years that you had heard the preacher? That you had heard the saints of God? Where you been? and 22 years that's a long time for you to keep rejecting his word so he stayed in the ark one year and 17 days I want to show you something and then I'm going to move on you got to see this one and I'm going to let, I'm, we're going to move on quickly we're almost done Look at verse 13, please, of Genesis 8. And it came to pass. Now, remember, he stayed in there a year. And it came to pass in the 601st year. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sick. There it is. Sick. Not him. The year was 601. 
He stayed in there from one year to the next year. The year changed from 600 B.C. to 601 B.C. <laughs> one year. Order. Order. It's going to be some order. <laughs> oh, it's going to be order, Anna. Because I'm. Oh, it's high. It's high. Uh-huh. Is that in your Bible? Because, yeah. see, you can argue with me, but you can't argue with the Bible. The year changed. Yeah. It changed. In the 600 and first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried up off the earth. The first day of the first month in the 601st year, that's April 1st, 601 B.C. And in the second month, on the seventh and twenty day of the month, was the earth dry. What, what's the second month? May 27th, <laughs> 601. What do I get from this from the Lord? There's time involved in dealing with, with God, dealing with backsliders, sinners. So you might as well take a seat in the word and get comfortable. It took them a year and 17 days to handle this. This was the first six. But because Noah and his family did what God told them to do, they were saved. Correct? Amen. Correct? Amen. So that means if I do what God tell me to do, I can be what? Saved. So on May 27th, 601, <laughs> that's in verse 14. And God spake unto Noah in verse 15, saying, Go forth of the ark, thy and thy wife, and thy sons and thy sons' wives with thee. Bring forth with thee every living thing that is with thee of all flesh, both of fowl and of cattle and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, that they may breed abundantly in the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. Notice when he told him to put all those animals, he said get a male and a female because at the end of the flood, I need them to repopulate the earth. That means Steve and Steve can't repopulate. That means Diane and Diane can't repopulate. God got sense. You can play all you want. God said, I need two of each. I need the male with his female. I need the male with his female. What you going to do, Lord? Because when this is all over, they got to get off that ark and start again and repopulate. Yeah. Jesus. But what happened? What happened? They got off the ark. They did repopulate. And then here come one of Cush's sons. Here come one of Ham's sons. Uh-huh. He starts a rebellion against God because he's angry with God. Can we go there? I'm just, we're just going to touch on it and then we're going to move. We're going to move. I'm just showing you something. Just like these people now. That's all right. We're going to go to North Carolina and get an abortion. They even, they even hiring drivers to take them there. 
I said, what? What? Nimrod. Nimrod. Mo uh, uh, uh. Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, Japheth. Nimrod is the grandson of Ham. He went into rebellion against God. And he gathered a group of people together. He gathered a group of people together. And he said, what are we going to do? We're going to build us a tower. We're going to get to heaven another way. We don't need this God whom they call Christ. Huh? We're going to build us a way. He said, but not only that, if God decides to bring another flood, he will not. He will not destroy us because we're going to be too high for him. But what happened? The eyes of the Lord are in every place. What are they doing? They said, that's all right, God. You might have stopped abortion over here, but we're going to do it over here. You might have stopped gay marriage over here, but we're going to do it over there. Because we're going to get around God. Oh my God. You can hear it. You can hear it. You can hear it in the demonic voices. And there is so much demonic pressure going on right now because the devil wants your soul. He wants your soul. So he's applying pressure and he's applying trouble and he's letting the wind blow in our lives. He's trying to knock us from Jesus. He's trying to take us from the word. He's trying to cause us to suffer. And we are in a sin because it hurts the flesh. But I will not. Meshach, Reshach, and Abednego. Though he, Job said, though he slay me. What does that mean? Though he allowed me to go through these things, I might holler, but I'm not going to stop serving Jesus. It's not going to turn my heart from Jesus. I'm going to love Jesus. And what does Matthew say? Just as it was in the days of Noah, they were selling. They were buying. So don't think the grocery stores are going to close. They might close one, but they're going to open another one. You, you, rest assured, babies. As long as the earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest. Cold, hot, spring and summer, fall and winter. They're going to continue to buy, sell, marry, all the way up until Jesus comes. There is no sin in buying, selling, gathering. But the way they were doing it in Noah's day, they lived as if there was no God. They lived as if the preaching of Noah was nothing. Noah kept saying, it's going to rain, it's going to rain, it's going to rain, it's going to rain, it's going to rain. And they kept on, oh, yeah, we got our money, money, money. Yeah, well, okay, we won't go there. We got our money, we got our commerce, we got this. Okay, God said, good, but don't leave me out. Don't wash your boat on Sunday. Don't wash your car on Sunday. Don't give your car or your boat more respect than me. Don't wait till Sunday morning till I got to cook. I got to cook. Get your sit down in the house of God. They were not concerned about 
preach word, they just went on with their life and they lived as if nothing was going to happen with all the sin that was in the world. Amen. That's how people live in the day. Amen. Working on Sunday, that's man. I can remember a time when we didn't work on Sunday. I can remember a time when things were shut down on Sunday so people could go to church. You ain't got sense enough with your crazy self to shut it down yourself and trust God. You got to have sense enough. Man not going to give you anything. They want you to stay on the merry-go-round. Shine for me, Anna. Shine. <laughs> okay, okay. Got to move, got to move. Genesis, the 11th chapter. Now, God done cleansed the earth. They done repopulated. The earth has had its baptism. Genesis 11 and 1, and the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said one to another, go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and slime had they for mortar. And they said, go to, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven. And let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. This was Nimrod doing. He gathered these people to rebel against God. He, he gathered these people together because he had hatred in his heart toward God. Do you know there are people that hate God? That's these people out here screaming and saying that the Bible is a book of lies. Those are the haters of the gospel. They're just like Nimrod. They hate God because God says, do it this way. And they don't want to do it this way. They don't want to do it that way. So they're just like Nimrod. So they get them a little group of people. I wouldn't go down there to that church. I wouldn't be at KSL. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't go. And they, they, oh, Lord, they got a woman preacher. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Two strikes on the. So he got him a little band of people. He hunted down souls. If you. Continue to read about Nimrod, it does tell you he was a hunter. But they, what they don't tell you is he was a hunter of souls. Yeah. There are people placed in the earth to hunt you down for your soul, to drag you into sins. They end your life for one reason, and that's to cause you to commit sins that hold you to bring you down. He was a hunter of souls. He forced them to serve him. He forced them into rebellion. This after God done cleansed the earth. Why? Why did this happen again? Because sin is in the heart of choice. Thank you. Sin is in the heart of choice. You can choose to do right. You can choose to do wrong. Your choice. God said, I don't make you a robot. It's your choice. That's why I'm, uh, anyway, anyway. Verse 5, and the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. Who came down? Who came down? He sits what? And he looks what? 
Does he know what's going on out here today? Yes. And the Lord said, behold, the people is one, and they have all one language. And this they began to do. That's why you better be careful hooking up, clicking up. Uh-uh, I'm sorry. Get away from me. You, did you see that? They were all one. They all hooked up and clicked up with Nimrod, and he was going straight to hell. Where you going? Where you going? What click you in? Who you hooked up with? Uh-huh. Oh, child, we got our little group. We so happy. We don't need y'all. <laughs> and the Lord said, huh? 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 Uh-oh. Got quiet, Lord. Got quiet up in here. Up in here! Don't want me in your clique. Because the first time I see it, I'm going to say, baby. See, I ain't going to scream. I'm, Wait a minute, what you doing? They don't want me in the clique. Because I got a big mouth. That's why they don't, they don't invite me. No, don't get me wrong. I don't want to come anyway, but I'm just saying. Don't invite the pastor. You don't want Pastor Ann. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Now don't call me to my come over. Just stop that foolishness right now. Because you feel some kind of way. I don't feel no kind of way. I'm just letting you know. They hooked up with Nimrod. And the Lord said they became. Do you know what that really means? They all start saying the same thing, acting the same way, living the same way, doing everybody was a, was a copy, a co-copy. Ain't, didn't nobody have no individuality. Ooh, praise the Lord, I said it, Brittany, big word. Big word. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody was an individual. You cook this, I'm going to cook that. You say this, I'm going to say that. That's what, that's what Nimrod did. He trained them. He trained them. Sinners training sinners. And the Bible says the blind leading the blind, and they all fall in the ditch. You don't know where you're going. You don't know how to get there. This ain't Sesame Street. And you know the way to Sesame Street. Let me get out of here. It's time to go now. I'm talking about Sesame Street. No, Nimrod, I got a mind of my own. I'm going to serve the God that Adam told us about. Amen. See, they cast all that off. They cast off the God of Jacob. They took on the God of Esau. That's where they came from. Esau started this junk too. That's a whole nother message. Got to move. What time? Oh, you getting out. Don't worry. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
verse 6, Genesis 11 and 6. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they began to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them. Wait a minute, let me explain this. Nothing that's evil. That's why the Bible said, if two of you would agree as touching, asking anything in my Father's name, it can be done. Because I got two in the earth and three in the heavens. So when they hooked up, the Lord said, oh, wait a minute. Nothing's going to be restrained from them because they all don't want to accord. For evil. For evil. Now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. The Lord said, come on, Holy Spirit. Come on, Jesus. Go to, let us go down. And there confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. That's why it be so much turmoil in your little hookup. Uh-oh, I'm going to get out of here today. It's time to go. It's time to go. The Bible says a little here and a little there. I call you a little. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, I call you a little now. That's it. I don't need to be calling you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday. We got a song going. Right. So I want to ask, with all that, when do you pray? When do you find Jesus? When? I'm just asking. I'm going. I know that grill getting. I'm just. I'm just asking. I, I don't even want to, I love them, but I don't even want to see my children that much. It's time to go home. You, you need to go home, babies. Go on to your house because mama got to rest her nerves. Mama got to talk to Jesus. Go on now, I love you. Going, don't worry. I hear you. I'm going home, baby. I'm going. He said, Come on, come on. God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Go to verse 7. Go to, let us go down. And there confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from this upon the face of all the earth. That and they left off to build the city. Can't get nothing done. Whoa. I'm telling you what I hear the Holy Ghost saying. Can't get nothing done. Therefore is the name of it called Babel. Babel means confusion. And from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth. Okay. Somebody said that's the first six. Say, say in the day of Noah, sin was running rampant. Said the book of Matthew says before Jesus comes back, it's gonna be 
as in the days of Noah. If I were you, I studied that. I will study that. Now, let me show you the second six, and we can all go home kumbaya. <laughs> Y'all think, think I'm playing, but I mean what I'm saying. Because I'm just here to deliver, but I'm paying attention. Because I know God ain't playing. If the Bible says in Matthew, it's going to be just like in the days of Noah, that means the same thing going to be going on. I need to wake up and pay attention. You're going to be able to go to the mall. You're going to be able to shop. You're going to have money in the bank. But sin going to be so, so, so abasic. Matthew. Now, y'all, the Holy Ghost, I'm just sharing what God gave me. And then I'm going home. I like to fill out the chair when God showed me this. He said, okay, Anna, that was the first six. He says, I'm going to show you where the second six is so they'll know, you know, how everything is going on. And we've been in the second six, you know, for 2,022 years. This is why I can come in here and say, yeah, this is going on, this is going on. But every year it's getting worse and worse. Remember? You remember? Yeah. Let me, can I prove it? Amen. This thing, bless my soul. The second six can be found in the New Testament. Somebody say the first six, the first six is, in the is in the Old Testament. Say the second six, the second six is, in the is in the New Testament. And the third six the third is in the book of Revelation. Book of Revelation. Now, go to Matthew 24. We soon to close because this one's going to be quick. And I'm going on and you going on. Please take the word home. I turned to Matthew 24 and I'm just reading. I'm saying, okay, God, show me the second six. <laughs> the Holy Ghost got a sense of humor. And he said, what is two plus four? <laughs> I said, what did you say, Lord? He said, what is two plus four? Thank you. You got it. I said, what? He said, there's your second six. Can we go into it? This going to be quick. This going to be, and we're going home. Here it is, the second six, Matthew 24 and 1. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for, to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now, I didn't write the Bible. Now, do you have a Matthew 24 in your Bible? Amen. Is this what we're reading from? Amen. So I didn't write the Bible. So there's no way I could have came in here and told you I put 24 on this chapter. Thank you. You got it. I can see it. Uh -huh. Look, 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 look. And as he, Jesus, set upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? Basically, you could take that wording and of the end of the world and say, And the last days. The last days. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you or woman. 
For many shall come in my name saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And you shall hear wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. Is that in your Bible? Is that in Matthew 24? Is that in Matthew 2 plus 4? Uh Uh-huh. All right. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famine, pestilence, earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of what? What? So Jesus Christ calls the second six what? The beginning of sorrows. We are in the last days. And in the second six of the book of Revelation 13, 1 through 18, But the prophet Isaiah said in Isaiah 2, 1 through 5, and it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountain and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow unto it. That means the kingdom of darkness is going to go down and the kingdom of Jesus Christ is going to be exalted. Which kingdom have you chosen in 2022. Which kingdom have you chosen in this second six? Because you have to understand something. As we continue in the second six, the only thing we're waiting on is the rapture. Because the third six is for all that will be left behind. All backsliders, all haters of the gospel, All sinners will endure the second six. All Christians playing church are going to endure the third six. And this is the way the story is going to go. The second, when the third six comes in, the rapture of the body of Christ will have taken place, meaning the church will be off the earth. Then the man of sin, who is the Antichrist, will be revealed. And because the world will be in such turmoil, He's going to be the only one to come, so so they say, bringing peace, a false peace. He's going to start over there in Israel because once the church is raptured, then God is going to turn his attention back to the Jews and his dealings with them. And basically the Antichrist is coming because when Jesus walked the earth, they would not receive him. So the Lord said, all right. You remember when he said, if another comes in his own name, him you will receive where the Antichrist is the another. So he goes over to the Israel and he's going to make a seven year peace treaty. They're going to sign it. But after three and a half years, he's going to break it. That's when the seven angel of Revelation 10 is going to begin to sound. After the church is raptured out. God says, during the three and a half years, not even the full seven years yet, he says the seventh trumpet, the seventh angel will begin to blow. Why are you going to blow? Because the mystery of Christ will be finished and all that he declared to the prophets and there will be no more delay. So during, at the three and a half years of the tribulation, when that angel sounds, God says, let the train run as fast as it wants to go. Let it run havocly, because this is almost over. 
but God's people will be resting in him. But guess what? Revelation gives us a key. He that endureth to the end shall be saved. Question is, can we endure? Question is, can you endure? And I remember Paul, because I've been going through some pressure. And I can hear Apostle Paul say to me, but I like afflictions. Oh, but for a moment. And he said, can you, with the help of the Holy Spirit and the word of God and going to church, it's to strengthen you, Anna, so you can endure this light affliction. So the thing is, can you endure the light affliction? Are you getting, or you, do you come on Sunday, or you wash your car, you wash your boat, you got something else to do? Hello. You're too tired. You're too sleepy. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> he said, these are only light afflictions. Whatever you're going through today, whatever has happened to us, you know, up until today, those are light afflictions. Whatever happens tomorrow, the next day or the next day, those are but light afflictions compared to what's coming. And I jumped up and I told the Lord, I said, oh, no, I will not miss you. Oh, no, no, no. I will not be left behind. Whether I'm sleeping in the grave or whether you rapture me up, catch me up, I will not miss you for what's coming. Again, I say, take some time. Read up on the Roman Empire. See how they did the Christians. Go back and watch some old movies concerning the crucifixion of Christ and see after Christ ascended from the Mount of Olives before the day of Pentecost how they treated the Christians. They murdered them. They beheaded them. They lied on them so they could kill them, and that included children. May as well go and get real. They didn't care. If you said you were a Christian, that's all they needed. Because anything that was a Christian meant you went against their government. See, America used to be a free country. But if you notice, America loses a lot. Why? Sin. Your own president sitting up there talking about, <laughs> y'all act like y'all crazy. Your own president talking about, let the men marry men, women marry women, it's all right. Let them have their abortions. This your, this your leader. That's who you put in office. Uh-oh. Get my chariot ready. Uh-oh. Trump was not, I told you that. I stood right there. I said, no, he is not. I didn't tell you he was sanctified, speaking in tongues. I said, but he don't believe in abortion, and he don't believe in gay marriage, and he don't believe in this, and he loved Israel. I told you. And then when it came time for re-election, the law said they don't want what's right. They don't want my mercy. So that's how Biden got in there. I stood outside my house, and I walked the ground, and I pleaded, God, please don't let this man get in here. And the law said, he said, I gave them mercy, Anna. They don't want it. So I'm going to let them have. And this is what really shakes it. This man finna go up for re-election. I said, Lord, if that man get back in there, you can kiss a man. Bye-bye.
We're already leaning as it is. Oh, you got inflation because of Putin. No, you don't. The gas is high because of Putin. No, it's not. All of 185 million immigrants that's hid, they got to eat, they got to sleep. America thinks she God. Uh-oh. Instead of trusting in the God. America trying to take care of everybody. I feel you. Oh, but what about them poor immigrants? Oh, can I tell you something about the poor immigrants? The whole United States is supposed to be serving Jesus Christ. Amen. Not alligators, not the stars, not the moon, not themselves. Isaiah said the curse is going to devour the land because the inhabitants, their sin is caused the earth to reel and rock. Sin, S-I-N, sin, sin against God. That's what's doing it. So now we go into Stokane Hall to get a loaf of bread. We go into Stokane find milk for our babies. We go into Stokane find a pair of shoes. Because America thinks she God. And she done forgot her God. She done forgot her God. Yes, she have. And then she doing like Solomon. She bringing in all these strange people and letting them come with their God. When the United States on states, when the United States on their dollar says, in God we trust. Which God, America? Preachers. What God you trust in? Yeah, that's what Solomon did. He married all them strange women. They brought their God. He let them even sacrifice to their God. And then when he got old, you know, I had to go back and see that. When that joker got old, the Bible said when he got old, his estranged wives and their gods turned his heart from God. So the devil will keep on after you until you get weak. He the church, the body of Christ better wake up and you better get the word and you better know the word is right. Everything else is wrong but the word of God. Everything going down but the word of God. Sin. 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 And I'm telling you, it's putting cracks in the armor, y'all. I said, it's getting heavy, y'all. I said, it's getting heavy. It's getting too heavy. America can't take care of the world. Thinking they God and leave out God. It's one God. From whom all blessings flow. Church. You better stay saved. Church, you better stay with the word. Church, you you better stick to what the Bible says. Somebody said we're in the second six. Says Matthew, the 24th chapter. Say every year, 
verses 1 through 8, get worse and worse. God bless you.